0: And I ain't hit no drop in the minute, nah. No, I'm about nah. my business. Rapper's Guy Podcast, episode 41. This is your host, Diggy Metro. Bales Paliacci, And today we are here with Keys. Yes, sir. Keys to the game on Instagram. Um, how would you describe yourself if you had to describe yourself in like a couple words?
1: Really determined.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how do you get into the space that, that you're in? You educate yourself. Yeah. You educate yourself on the business, of course, and then you educate yourself for certain on social media. Right. Because you're going to be using social media to do a lot of this work, so you got to be well-rounded. So Keys is a music strategist, um,
0: business mind. Do you have, like, a a roster of artists that you help, or
1: is it just kind of everyone could get the the business? So I started off trying to work with people one-on-one. Not trying. I was working with people one-on-one, and then... After a while, you know, that eats at your time a bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I focused on going as a different type of route, um, which is, you know, the, the one-to-many. Instead of one-to-one, I went to the one-to-many approach. And you feel like that works better? I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's great for me, of course. And then it's great for everyone who, you know, is a part of it as well. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. Um, why we
0: wanted to bring you on was because it's funny, like, the world of, of um, the people who are trying to help artists is yeah. actually way smaller than it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: realize that. Like, yeah. there
0: will be like five or six people that there's a circle that if you talk about someone's name, you'll be like, oh, I know him. I'm, I'm scheduled to talk to him like exactly. we've recorded before, right? It's like, it's odd to me that there's so much information out and there's so little people that are actually trying to spread that information. Facts. Kind of confuses me as to what everyone else is doing with the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I, I just feel like if, if you're of a certain age, you've been yeah. in this game for a long enough time, there's no reason to hold on to it. Like, that's never helped me in life. Facts. Holding on to the information. Facts. Like, I feel like everyone that does that, it's just like a, a sadder way to go about the
2: business and it doesn't lead to success. If anything, it might actually deter you from success. Yeah, it, def- it definitely hinders you down. It makes it seem as if, you know what I'm saying, you got to put that, that positive energy into the world, uh, into that universe too. Because like once again, when, I, when we always talk about it, being an independent artist, we honestly are in this together. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. especially until we reach that point to we want to sign a, to a label or try to get our, our foot in the door some way, somehow, we all doing the same things or we should be kind of going towards the same things. Valid. More so in the, like, the business mindset, more so than the creative way. Because it's a, always a different way that you can express your art. But as far as the business mindset, there's definitely like a mode that you can follow by that actually will lead you to a path of success while the others kind of just lead you towards doing the same thing over and over for years on years like we were doing before. It's funny too, because yeah, the too. I feel like the
0: success pattern that that we preach is like communal. It's just community. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, there's there's business shit involved, but it's also just like putting out positive energy and actually like because that shit sounds corny to everyone, right? Like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm positive. I put out positive energy. Like, that shit does sound corny. And I agree with that. But Dude. also, like, it's, it's the truth. Like, embracing artists. I used to be, and we've talked about it on here. But, like, I used to be that uh, every man for himself. I got to outshine this person. Like, yeah. I used to be that guy. And it never got me anywhere. Like, embracing people. Even if I don't, I might meet someone and not fuck with them at all. I yeah. might not like their energy at all. But. I'll never not post their song if I fuck with them. Like,
1: music-wise. Facts. I thought thought it was just me that was that way. Listen, bro. You could
0: could do the most foul shit in the world. And if I think that your record is hard, I'll still post the shit. I'm saying if I know you locally, like, whatever. I don't care if you talk shit on my name. If you drop a dope record, I'm still going to support that shit. Because at the end of the day, I think it speaks to credibility. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we're trying to be credible. Especially in the space that we're in. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be credible. So it's like, it doesn't matter how you you personally feel about somebody. Like, we're trying to be credible. So I'm going to post that shit. I'm going to support
2: dope art regardless because one, yeah. one of the biggest things um especially within the industry is just kind of gaining that trust because there's a lot of mistrust out there and it's just like i don't know who can i turn to oh, or who can i really word. lead to, to that information and that kind of like a kind of question i want to get towards you yeah, like me. what kind of like rapport would you build with like those artists you said i know you say you worked with many yeah. like what is that trust factor that you provide for them or something that you know they can rely like i can go to keys to help me out in my career
1: i say that like in the age of the internet right now, there's a lot of scams up there right oh, now. I man, mean, like, th- there's scams that hit your inbox. I mean, shit, I, I get shit that hit, hit my, hits my inbox about Spotify, Spotify streams, followers. Bro, and same like with things, us. And it's like, do you not things things see every you.
0: fucking video on the page, bro? Like, the wrong person. you like, why, <laughs> why would people you hit try me
1: to it too? Yeah, so it's like, you know, there's scams and stuff everywhere. So that's, like, one of the biggest barriers that I have to break through, especially because a lot of the people that I work with, I mean, we've never met each other before. Yeah. You know, some people are in totally different countries and stuff like that. You know, and they usually, they usually want like three or four references. You know, they want me to send them references of people that they can talk to before we can even really start working. And um, you know, it's just there's a dark side to the business, and you can't blame them either. Yeah, yeah you can't
0: blame them for feeling like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't blame any artist who thinks that me and Bales are trying to get something from them because it's odd. Be one in of this you. business, it's odd that people want to help you. It really is. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we we all came up in it. Like, If you reached out to someone who you thought was important, they're going to hit you with, like, well, what's your budget? What's this? What's mm-hmm. that? And it's like, yeah, at that time, it opens you up to get scammed.
1: Yeah. It just does. It happens to some people. I mean, some are smart enough to not fall into those traps, yeah. but then some people fall into the traps, unfortunately, and it just leaves a bad, um, what do people say? Usually leaves a bad taste in their mouth. So whenever someone's coming to them offering help, it's kind of like, are you really trying to help me or are you just trying to sell me on some fake streams, followers? You know what I mean?
0: It's also it's also difficult when we all know that, like, there is a point in this business where you do have to uh, you do have to charge for your services.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And if you have to charge for your services, it becomes difficult to still have that trust and be charging for your services. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how do you how do you have that conversation where you go into, well these are the services that I offer and there is a cost to them. After mm. we built this communal trust of being just a public platform that you're giving information, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you get into that where you do have to so, break that up?
1: It's it's really all about how you funnel people. And I hope this isn't too advanced, but you know, when people well, first of all, on Instagram, I don't know anybody on Instagram. I just know that there's 500,000 daily active users. And I know what my niche is and who I want to speak to, mm-hmm. right? Being that I know who my niche is and who I want to speak to, in order to even put me on their radar, I have to deliver something to you because, or to them. Because people are on Instagram for numerous purposes. People are on Instagram to get entertained. They're on Instagram to watch something funny or get some information. And that's kind of where I come into play. So what I what I do, which is pretty much daily, is I supply really, really good quality content, practical and big on practical mm-hmm. stuff that you can do right, right away just by taking a look at that post or reading my caption or looking at my story and stuff like that. So then ultimately what that does is it leads to a conversation in some way, shape or form could be them clicking the link in my bio and scheduling a call or it could be just them shooting me a DM, which in either or a case the value train doesn't end there for me. I continue to serve value. I hear out what their problems are. I listen to, I listen. You know what I mean? Instead of hitting them with a price mm-hmm. right away, right. I listen to what they're actually going through and give feasible solutions for these problems, which then of course end up being that conversation of, yes, I can do this for you, but it does come at a cost. But it's all about delivery too. Right. Instead of just saying, I, right, I could do this for you, uh, but it's going to set you back $800. Right. More so, okay, sir, ma'am, I've heard what you said based on the things that you've told me. It sounds like this is where you're going. I have a plethora of services and solutions that I can, I, I can provide to you, but I believe that this one right here is going to be the most well-rounded solution for all the information that you gave me.
2: And I think... I think that's, like, the biggest thing, too. Like, when you mention, like, you don't mention as far as money. Because we know that's the biggest elephant in the room. Like, a lot of artists (laughs) don't really have the money or the budget. But sometimes, you know, when you word things in a different way or you kind of convey it in a way, it's kind of like selling a pitch. But it's it's needed and it's necessary because that builds that trust that kind of says, okay, this person knows what they're talking about. They're building this relationship with me. And it's like, all right, now if they ask me to spend money, it's like, oh, no, I'm not scared to do it. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm more willing to buy from somebody who I trust. Yeah. or who build a rapport no with like and so. trust exactly. I to make you comfortable exactly you know That's what, what I mean in order to. for
1: you to touch your wallet you gotta be comfortable about that pending purchase you but know what i, I also,
0: I also feel like it tells you what point of their career they're at uh, when an artist reaches out and they do take kindly to the budget conversation rather than an artist who's like I don't want to do that because I bet you if you were to, like, listen to their music, they have the beat tags all going through the song. Listen and it's like, it's like, if you've never <laughs> spent a dollar on any facet of your music, mm-hmm. it's difficult for me to talk to you about spending a dollar to promote your shit, right? Like, I expect you to not take kindly to that conversation because it, you've, you've proven by just your music alone that you don't spend money on anything, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that to knock people. Some people really just don't, don't have, have it, it, and that's man. fine right but like you're gonna get to a point of your career where you recognize that there is no career without spending money it just is what it is that's the nature of the business everyone's trying to everyone's trying to make that hit song and they think that it's going to explode it's like bro that's not how it works it's not even a feasible dream right and we could we could try to promote that as much as possible and i guarantee people just knock that back like nah i've heard people say that it was just lucky it's like nah there's no luck in this business Mm. once you figure that out you realize okay, this is the price I have to pay if I want to get to where I want to be. The strategic
2: game plan, strategic, very strategic. Like, yo,
0: you might look at an artist who has like a cult following and you might be able to say, okay, 50 grand will get you there. You might be able to look at someone with a bigger following and say, 200 grand will get you there. You know what I'm saying? These are Mm -hmm. real numbers that could probably, you feel me? Like, depending on the size that you want to be. And that's why when everyone talks about, uh, I want to be Drake, it's like, you might need that, that million dollar budget to yeah, be a Drake.
1: That's funny that you brought that up because that's usually one of my first questions that I ask people with. I mean, I ask people if I get on a strategy call with mm-hmm. them, I'm like, well, what's your ultimate goal? Right. How big are you trying to be? Because once upon a time, I always used to think there were only Drakes until I, long, I learned that you don't have to be that big no. of an artist to be successful. Success, success is very it's a relative term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, success to one artist could be, all right, Drake, you know what I mean, Rihanna, Beyonce. Right. But success to, you know, the guy who doesn't want to really be in the limelight like that could be just making 100 k pushing his merch, selling his songs, doing, doing the heavy lifting himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it all depends. I always ask, what's your end goal? What is it that you really want to do here? There's too
0: much emphasis put on a million. The, the million-dollar yeah. number... There's too much emphasis put on that. That's why lot, is that? Right? Why it's is that the thing? Because yo, yeah, this right. is the thing. I know people who who do make, uh, say eighty five thousand a year, right, at their job, not not in hip hop, right, but they make that at their job and they live very comfortably. Facts. They they have their own place. They have their own fucking food. They have their own everything. Right. Yeah. They're a nice car. You could do that with music. And if you were to do that with music, it would require way less fans than you think, right? Like you still need a, a solid audience but it doesn't require what you're aiming for like uh we've talked about it on the podcast but like i remember listening to the comedian bill burr Mm. and he said you know i realized that selling out an arena only not an arena uh or what's it called a A theater a theater only took 1200 people in each city so he set his goal to how do i get 1200 people in each city right because selling out a theater is no fucking joke that's good money Right, if you sell it for fifty a ticket, like you're you're doing okay, right? But that number, yo, can you get twelve hundred fans in Miami, right? Can you get twelve hundred fans in New York City? Mm -hmm. Can you? That's more attainable, and that seems like more of less of a dream rather than it is just like a realistic goal than to be like I want to be the biggest artist ever. Because that's just like all right cool, that's a blanket statement. How many fans do you need to be that? right Yeah because Drake has maybe 50,000 in every city. And you know, so you're yeah, talking about the wrong you're, you're just talking the wrong number. you yeah, feel yeah. me? Like like that that million dollar shit that takes 50,000 in every city, and that shit is not attainable for most people. and, and I, there's also yeah. I'm sorry, no, but, but like there, there's also like some people are just not that.
1: I mean, you said it. I did. But, but,
0: look, <laughs> but, I, the fact, but this if you ever watch, if, if you watch this podcast, you know that I'm bad cop on every single episode. <laughs> but some people are just not that. Like you, you have to understand. Like these superstars, they have everything. Like it's the image, it's the, yeah, the resources, the, it's the resources, the, yeah, everything. it's everything, bro. It's their yeah. voice type. It's literally everything. So when yeah. you look at it like that, yo, just because you want to be the biggest artist in the world doesn't mean that shit works for. Your type of person, it just doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, it takes it's one in a million, bro. Like they're they're talking about Drake beat all the Beatles records. How long ago was the Beatles? I don't know, like 70s some shit. You're talking wow. about the sixties, bro. Yeah, Come on, yeah, like talking you're talking about, about that was fifty something years ago. Yeah. So you're talking about every fifty years there comes this new
2: An artist anomaly, and and you're in his fifty year window and and that's something we're always going to promote on this show you don't have to make a million dollars if you're making 50,000 40,000 60,000 yeah. you're making more than most people in America and it's all off of music and it's all off of touring and you always have that opportunity to expand and build more on it if you have that business mindset or build a team around you yeah. that can provide that extra value but it's just like at the end yeah. of the day if you're getting paid to do music what 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 else are we what else are we trying to yeah. do? Yeah,
1: but you, I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth, and the, like the key thing that you really said was the, the business mindset, mm-hmm. and I think that's like the thing that's like you know struggling, you know, the community's struggling on that, and you know one of the first things that I like to tell people is that you are a business, and your music is the product. Like less, like uh, almost on some indoctrination. But Keys, type shit. I
0: just want to be an artist.
1: No. You, like, I, well, then you just want to just sign a deal, and you know what I mean, be someone's bitch. I mean, well, let me not say that. Okay, but let me not say that. No, but,
0: but then what, right? Like, you want to sign a deal, and then what?
1: But that's really that's really the that's question. the question, right? <laughs> so it's like
0: it's like, yo, okay, cool. You set this goal that you want to sign a deal. All right, I got my checkbook open. I signed you. Now what? Now what do you want? No one thinks Lost. about what they want yeah. after that, right? Yeah. It's the deal. Like the deal is always the, that's
2: the thing. Well, I just want to get signed. All right, cool. You got signed. Now what? And that's the, Now and, where do you go from there? And that's the missing piece in the process because a lot of people just think the end goal, end goal, end But it's like, it's not really the end that's the most important. You find the most fun and you find the most interaction when you're building the career from the ground up in the middle. And then if you do sign that deal, that's extra work that you're going to have to just climb up to another plateau. It's like that work in the middle yeah. is like the the best part of it getting to the end goal is cool and all but we all know once you get to the end goal of something it's like alright cool what's I did next? it what's next and well, now correct me on. correct
0: me if I'm mistaken but in the Donald Passman book I'm pretty sure he talks about longevity of career right? exactly yeah okay so now you got signed right say you did have a goal how long is your career like yeah I don't think Saquon Barkley got into the league and thought yeah my career might last five years
2: yeah, Even though the numbers are there. The yeah. Running
0: running backs, they have like a 5 year career, right? But they're playing, they're spending money and playing as if this is the rest of their life. Yo, you might be an artist who gets signed, gets on and the shit goes away. What did you do with that money? How did you prove that you're a sustainable <laughs> artist? How did you get to a point where you can have a 10 year career? Because that's no fucking joke in this game. When you have a 10 plus year career, that means you did all the right shit.
1: Yeah, most small businesses, and I and I'm gonna keep saying three this, to five, three to five, three to five. Yeah, three to five, and you're done. Right. Yeah, three to five,
0: and, and that's that. You are a small business if you're an artist. You got three <laughs> to five, homie. Like, figure it out. And if you and if Thanks. you could, if you could last past three to five, you did something right. you know what I mean you did the right shit they
2: don't gotta really technically be in a music space at that point you could branch off into a stepping stone and build some other shit that's that's what I'm saying it it ties to the 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 music bro
0: someone starts a mom and pop food store they wind up franchising and and turn it into a chain and now you're seeing one pop up in this city in this city in
2: this city and you You go wow dude I remember that first one what was, what's Ross's? What does he have? Oh, Wing stop. There you go. They wings is trash, though. I'm going I'm to go, I'm going to go, I reckon, and say it. I don't give a I fuck. disagree, but <laughs> I stand in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But, um,. Like, or well, like within the services that you said that you do provide to yeah. artists, like what are some of those things? Like, because I know once again, like we said, a lot of scams out there. What would be like some of those services that you offer or provide? Because I know you say it kind of works okay. more in the digital realm of social media and the things of yeah, that nature. Yeah, so
1: I offer them real shit that's gonna get them growth. So like the th- all the things that pretty much make up a business. So anything that a, any department that a business has, I would have those things to teach them to implement into theirs. I.e., uh, email marketing, Facebook Facebook marketing. Um, uh, Instagram ads. Um, you know, just how to how to understanding the Instagram profile to begin with. I do profile audits. I do audits. I've been doing a lot of audits recently where I'll just look at a person's Scan, um,
0: scanning through like files. their
1: social media. Yeah. So like I look at their social media account, um, to see you know some key things that they're usually always missing, right? Um, and then I'll I'll make my way over to one of their streaming uh, streaming um, profiles. So like Spotify, for example, I'll take a look at their Spotify. And just see see what's going on. I mean send them send them a loom. I like using a service loom. Yeah. I send them a video and just let them know what they need to correct and invite them on a call. But now we got all the what did it say? A la a la carte? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: how often do you feel like uh after giving them the the answers, right? After giving them that, all right, this is what I think you need to fix, how often do they actually file through?
1: Um, if you had
0: to give a percentage
1: of the people that actually file through I had to give if I had to give a percentage of the people that actually under 40%.
0: Under that's Pro- still a that's lot. generous though. That's generous. That's generous yeah.
1: for me. But like I think I think realistically, if I had to just give a number, I'd say it's gonna be a weird number, but like 27%. Okay. No, <laughs> but that's same.
0: a that's a solid, that's a solid yeah. percentage because yeah. I feel like, yeah, you know, the second that anything costs money in this business, I feel like the second that you mention that to people, that number decreases drastically. Because they thought that there was going to be some answer that they can get out of you for free that they can then just magically do without spending. Yeah. And grow their audience, right? And it's hard when you you first bring that uh, that cost up and then they realize, oh, shit, like I have to spend. And Oh, yeah. And now getting them from that point to where now they're comfortable spending. Yeah. Like, Bales, when he first started shelling out money for uh, Instagram ads and shit like that, I'm sure it was uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I'm sure it was. was Because where's
1: the money going? Mm -hmm. Listen, right. real story. On uh, my form, I make people do a form um, before we get on the the, the strategy call that I do with them for free. Um, And and the reason for the forum is so that I can gauge where they're at with things. You know, like I don't know you from a can of paint. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I know you're an artist, but I don't know how established you are. So that's why I have the form. And then one of the questions on the forum is, what's your budget? You know what I mean? And I make it required. <laughs> it's a required right. they question. They can't try to skip past it. Yeah. But what they'll do is they'll just put, like, random letters in the box or, like, we'll discuss. And we'll discuss is usually nothing. Zero. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I say all that to say, like... <laughs> You can't be out here scared to invest in your business, like...
0: Well, you're not... And, and it's not just your business. Like, I could understand being scared to invest in your business, but you're investing in yourself.
1: Word. Bet on yourself they're, every single time. Like, we're talking...
0: And, and the funny part is, like, a lot of these people will read all the business books in the world. They'll, they'll follow all the business accounts. They'll, they'll know what... Everyone sees those words, invest in yourself, right? And yeah. all they're doing is investing time in themselves, but they're not investing actual currency, mm-hmm. you know? like you can only get so far without spending a dollar you can get somewhere i'm not saying that you can't you know you might even get to the point where you're talented enough or you're skillful enough to now spend money like our podcast right our podcast we started off just dishing it out Mm -hmm. and we didn't have necessarily a game plan for it but now we kind of know we have that that niche market, we know where we're kind of going with it, and we know who to kind of corner yeah. to to get this content out there. And we built a following off that. You know what I mean? But, like, people... How many times do you, do you hear an artist talk about how, like, versatile they are and they, they make... Uh, I can make a trap record. I can make this. I can make that, right? And they think it's a, a benefit. But it's like in any other business, if I walked into a fucking smoothie place and they also had fucking chicken wings and they also had um ice cream and shit. sports betting and they had this and they had that like yo they what had all these different now? well <laughs> check this out what i'm saying is they have all these different categories of business right mm-hmm. in this one place it's confusing more than it's beneficial like Word. some people think it's like well i'm a one-stop shop it's like that's not how music works that's walmart that's not how yeah, music works walmart. right yes, you're like you're walmart. trying to you're trying to do the walmart in music terms, and it just doesn't work like that. No. I explained this to an artist the other day. Why would I go to your music? What mood am I feeling? Mm. Am I going to you because I'm it's angry? Grand check. Am I going to you because <laughs> I'm happy? Yeah. Because I know who I listen to when I'm in a certain mood. Work. Right? There's certain people that you just listen to. If I'm in a, a chill space and I'm just driving in my car, I might throw on James Blake because he just keeps me there. Right? There's certain people that you go to for certain types of music. I'm sure people don't Go to Meek Mill to relax. Never. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why it's like, yo, (laughs) this shit is way more (laughs) intricate than you think as an artist. You have to know your space. You have to know exactly what you bring to the table and why people are going to listen to you. And if you can't answer that, work to answer that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, work to actually build your audience of people that are like you and they feel similarly to you. You know, and everyone has wide ranges of emotion, but your music doesn't. Your music has a certain purpose.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I did a coaching program earlier um earlier last year like May of last year mm-hmm. and like it was like a I think it was a 4 week program. Um every week I had a curriculum of what we would talk about and I put that branding right there in the front. Cuz I feel like if you don't have that, you don't have any direction. You have no you have no direction, you're going to be out here being at Walmart you know what I mean? Trying to just put all types of wild stuff out there. All different types of vibes and stuff out there. Right. Which is it's great that you're able to do that. It's cool. But you need to narrow that down. Right. Narrow Cause, that cause down.
0: The the problem is, like, I wouldn't want to do a show with a bunch of people that don't actually like what I'm doing. Like, they don't actually... Attach themselves to me personally and, and we're in a space now Where they have to Attach themselves to you personally mm-hmm. They have to actually like you Right When you do all that Alright I'll drop a trap track I'll drop a boom bap I'll drop an R&B song I'll drop this Right They don't know Who they're attaching themselves to
2: mm-hmm. So they might
0: be Attaching themselves to the R&B you And then they go to your show And it's all trap songs Right So now that fan Is just left there confused, confused. Why didn't he play <laughs> any music That I actually like from him Right Yeah who knows? But what what I'm saying is like I feel like when people hear that narrow it down, they think that that means we're saying dumb it down, and it's not dumb it down. It's understand who you are, understand what you're trying to do, what kind yeah. of artist do you want to be? Because you know, it's also that longevity conversation. What can you see yourself
2: performing in ten years? Yeah, you got you got some timeless records in me? there. You can't yeah. just be like the shit that's like playful and just. What out of can nowhere. you
0: see yourself performing if you if you're making all this like uh, drug trap music, right? When you're a 35 year old man, <laughs> what's that do you going want to be? Ta- yeah, do you want to be talking about that? Because
2: <laughs> I personally worry. don't. You and know you, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know what's crazy about the whole branding shit? Like something that kind of happened to me as far as like you know the the branding as far as like me being like more of like the conscious rapper, but also like kind of big on mental health and shit. Like, an actual yeah. company reached out to me and gave me like a free subscription for a year for like a affirmations app and said, "Yeah, I just want you to make a video of it." And it's just like strictly from just branding myself. Like I, I'm pretty sure like when they went Word. to my Instagram. They said, okay, I see what he's tied to. We're going to offer this to him. Let's see what he's doing. I thought it was a scam at first, but it turned out the shit was actually real. And I was like, oh, shit, this is how this shit works. You have to have a brand and an image.
0: What do you do for so a I, living?
2: I do, uh, I put kids into counseling. Okay.
0: What did you go to school for?
2: Psychology. What
0: does your music speak about? Psychology shit.
2: Mental health shit. It's just brand. It's
0: just who you are, bro. Yeah, like, word. yo, your music is supposed to be word. who you are. That's it, bro. Like, it's supposed to be who you are. Yeah. It's supposed to speak to who you are. I'm constantly having conversations with artists on a regular basis. My music speaks to that. A lot of my songs are the same shit. You'll hear the same business advice that I'm giving you in person on my song.
1: Facts. You no, feel me? No, and that's really if, the truth, if, though. If you
0: listen to the music, bro, you're supposed to get a sense of, if I had a conversation with this person, it would be the same thing. Yep. It's like, I I'm tell talking people, to this person.
1: I tell people, like, if you really want to get to know me best, just listen to my music. Right. Exactly.
0: And then when they have a conversation with you, it should fall in line. Yeah. it'd be odd if you were talking about all the drug shit and now I meet you and we're talking about fucking stocks
1: right like where the drugs at
0: exactly like <laughs> yo I thought you were I thought you were this type
1: of person bro <laughs> came
0: here for the drugs. Right. I came here for the drugs you <laughs> know like yo people do want to know who you are and the best way to do Word. that is through your music but a lot of people get so lost in the sauce of trying to make a hit record that they don't know how to just be themselves Word. and that that being yourself might lead you to your first hit record just by being yourself
2: but you know what's interesting too? I'm 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 glad you mentioned the thing, like where you put the uh the forum where you basically have to ask the questions. It's yeah. kind of fun that you said they they put uh we'll we'll discuss about it. Well put, like
1: it. we'll discuss or like they'll put like just letters or like they won't put numbers. And there will be not there will not be numbers. Yeah. And the thing is, like I went
2: like we, we had uh Corey on the show nationally because they, they opened up a oh contraband thing, right? And I I went to, to uh asked to answer the questions on the forum and they literally said like the mark the marketing budget and I was like no I can't meet the requirements I right, we're not looking to work for you and like I know a lot of artists will probably see that and be like yo like I feel like they just trying to play so, me but it's like I have if you have a specific budget and you know it's going to work for you then I understand yeah. the mindset and it's just funny they will put we'll discuss
1: it. I'm going to tell you a quick quick story um it's funny because I was talking to Corey mm-hmm. in the DMs and I sent him a message and was telling him about a problem I was having with an artist who literally did the same thing. A <laughs> the voice note that he sent me back in 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 response to that was like, I'll play it for y'all offline, but like, yo, shout out to him too cuz he he understands this and we go through the same pains, but you know, that is something that we see on the forums a lot and to us it's just like
2: come on. Oh, Are yeah, we exactly. Yeah. Seriously?
1: Yeah, like like what do you not what do you think this is, but like, what do you think this is? But here's here's <laughs> why
0: here's why we understand it though, because we came from being artists. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't have the money to to do all the PR agencies when we yeah, were coming shit. up, right? Like I just didn't have the the budget at all. So I get where they're coming from. Yeah, where I understand your stance. I just need you to know that this is just how it works when you get to this level. Mm-hmm. And back yeah, in the day word. it was hard for me to comprehend that. Because I've had PR firms say, oh, it's 500 a month. And that's light. That's light when it comes to this business, right? Yeah. But back in the day, I remember being like, who the fuck has $500 a month to spend on PR? Who has You know that?
1: what? You know what? When I think about my business expenses and what I drop, you know, just to run this entire operation, you know, I got some services that I pay for that are upwards past $500 a month. Right. You know what I mean to keep the keep keep this this stuff going. going yep. And I and I sit and I think about it when I pay those invoices, and I'm like, damn, bro, you really out here paying five hundred dollars? Just, bro, you came a long way because, like you said, they like uh, a while back, I, I wouldn't have seen the value in that. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't shit before I had my own the proper equipment in my studio. I was <laughs> I was recording on my phone with the beat playing in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm whatever saying? Makes yeah, whatever whatever I could get done at the time with what I had available, but at the same time like when I would go online and look at the prices for everything, I'd be like, shit. It kind of make you check how bad you really want the shit.
0: Well, it's the difference between having a lemonade stand and having a fucking storefront.
1: You, you know, know what I
0: mean? Heard. Everyone could have a lemonade stand. But, like, if you wanted to franchise that and turn it into an actual business, you got to pay for rent. You got to pay for all the equipment. You got to pay for all these things. And if you explain it in business terms, everyone comprehends it. With music, it's odd because it's all coming off their brain. There's no actual physical thing that they have to do, right? And everyone has a laptop with GarageBand now. So to them, it's like, nah, this shit is free. This is free. All you have to do is help me. That's how they'll put it.
2: Yeah, I think and I think that's really Why the are mindset. you not willing yeah. to help
0: me? Yeah. Oof. Do you hear the good music? Oof. You're not willing to help me. Yo, some of you motherfuckers are nasty, bro. Like some of you guys are really fucking good.
1: Yeah. But that that's, just that's just not, not going how it to, works. It's not going to carry too long. It just
0: doesn't work like that. And yeah. and it's hard to tell them that. You know what I mean? Like, cause I would love to hear someone who's dope as fuck. And then I tell them what they have to do. And then they implement it because that's how passionate they are about their own shit. But like a lot of the time, bro, people are just looking for any shortcut. And this is the business with no shortcuts. A handout. And that's why I said Uh. that shit
2: also ties in with like real life. Like outside of being an artist. Because, you know, everybody, like usually like when you say you're an artist, everybody even wants you to like try to spit some shit. Or It's like it's something cool to talk about when you're an artist. But it's like outside of being an artist and you have your real life When we talk about how expensive the music industry is you should be setting yourself up in your actual real life to make sure that you're able to to fund the shit that's in Budget your artist. industry whether it be budgeting or make sure you got a stable job, yeah, or like, and yeah, get a job, get it, get it going, get, get, get in the streets, oh or whatever yo, that's the people. What you're
1: doing? That don't, the artists that don't want to get a job, they're like, I'm just gonna make this shit work,
2: and that's what it comes down to. <laughs> and you're out here looking
0: fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like these people. Like, bro, you're you're sitting in a basement at probably your parents' crib, and you're looking fucking crazy yeah. in order to be an artist. And yo, what it do you even respect about?
1: Doesn't even have to be that bad. But it's like, what do you exactly. respect about artists?
0: Right? Like, everyone respects artists because they have so much money. And it's like, here you are sitting there broke trying to pretend to be them.
2: And shit, most of us artists get pretending to have money. money.
0: <laughs> but, go, but go get money. Like, you know yeah, that you, yeah. if you got a job, you'd at least be in a better circumstance than you're in. Now you could Good afford word. the beat that you couldn't afford prior. That $20 lease. Now you could afford some mixing and mastering services that make you fucking sound professional. No, like, or bro, keys to the game. When was <laughs> Or keys yeah, to pop, the game. <laughs> plug. <laughs> yo, but hey, check this to... <laughs> out. When was the first time you got a song uh, mixed and mastered properly?
1: Ugh. <sighs> That you um,
0: actually paid money to get it mixed and mastered. Paid
1: money, yeah. Uh, it took a it took a few years. I'm not even gonna lie one, to you.
0: Shit, me Can too. Can you think of like a a year that that you actually did that? And after you did that, did you now see the value in paying for engineering? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Once I got it back and I heard the difference from like what I did on my own, right. I was like. Whoa! Like it's
2: complete difference.
1: Yeah, like okay, this is what like I I actually I can't remember the time date you know what I mean none of that but I do remember exactly how it made me feel mm-hmm. and I was like damn like I gotta I gotta figure out how to keep this going like yeah. you know
0: what I'm saying yep. so I was 18 I was a waiter and I remember kid told me about a studio I went with him to the studio I recorded a track that I had already recorded prior. Yeah. So I had a reference point of what it sounded like from me and what it sounded like from him. And I remember when I played that song for people, their reaction was different. I remember playing my music for people, and there were people that fucked with the music. But when I played that Mixed and Masters song, I could see that they found it more professional. I could mm-hmm. see it in their face. Like, as they're listening to it, I could see that they just, I went up in stock. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, sometimes all it takes is just paying that first amount. To realize, all right, that wasn't so bad. It wasn't bad, and the return <laughs> was a positive return. Word. So now you just keep on doing it, like bro. My paycheck from that that waitering shit. Every time I got paid, I recorded. A, I went back and had a session,
1: mm-hmm. whatever I could reinvest. afford
0: at the time. Maybe I could only afford a session to record one song, but I did that fucking session. Yeah, word. Because I was I was interested in getting as much of that quality as I can. Right, yeah. And if that meant this week I got paid well so I could do two songs, this week I got paid like shit so I could only do one, but I'm stacking all these records yeah. up that are mixed and mastered to drop a project, to drop to this, that, to drop that. that.
1: And, and to add on that, that's, that's your product too. So, you know what I mean? Like like I said in the beginning, you know, as an artist, you're a business and your music is a product. You want to make sure that your product is the most polished that it could possibly exactly. be. Right. You don't want to be out here putting trash product out there because think about just outside of music, when you buy a trash product, What do you do with it? Right. You You know what I mean? You don't use it, you throw it out, you bad reviews, like (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So the same applies as an artist. The music is your product. You want to make sure that it's the best possible quality because you're gonna be putting it out in a market. You're shopping your songs on these DSPs. They're just marketplaces for your songs Mm -hmm. so why would a consumer on the platform spend time on your profile listening to trash quality music when they can go to someone else's profile that has way better quality music and the quality it it probably sets the tone for the rest of their Instagram profile and how that helps they conduct business as an artist as Mm -hmm. well it speaks volumes
0: there's stores that that um like there's a store called Primark I don't know if you guys have ever been there. No, it's, like H&M. it's like an H and M. It's like an H and M. It was in Europe first, and it came over here, right? And Primark has really dope shirts, but the quality's bad. And you wash it and dry it one time, and the shit shrinks like forever. Twenty one, right? I know, yeah. And it's like, yo, <laughs> I need twenty washes. <laughs> I'll spend I'll spend more money to, to get, get a that shirt that's not yeah, gonna yeah. fucking shrink on me, even if I like the way that one looked more when I first put it on, right? So it's like, I might listen to a, a SoundCloud rapper or an Audio Mac rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And I might like your song better than i like someone that's getting professional mixes shit. But I know that the quality is there. You know what I mean? I know the quality is over there. It's not with you. Yeah, and eventually you got to right? bring that quality. And at some eventually, point, if you yeah. don't bring that quality, I'm just going to stop listening. Because it's like, this person is not providing solid quality this mm-hmm. person is nonstop providing solid yeah. quality i don't want to play your shit in the car and it sounds nuts
1: yeah you know yeah, what i'm people's saying gonna be looking at you like yo take the yo who bands is this right. Take the ox from him like, like bro you
0: should be able to if you and i used to tell artists this when i would record them how i want you to leave my studio session is i want you to leave be able to go to a party that night and put it on at the party and no one questions it
1: facts uh, that's, nah, that's that's great.
0: You feel what I'm saying? That's great, yeah. I want I want people to leave here, go straight to a party, and play it on the, the speakers, because it's going to translate well. The problem with, you might have made the hardest shit in the world, but say they're playing it on a little fucking Bluetooth speaker, right? If it doesn't translate well, they're going to take it off. That shit sounds bad. It's like a tin can. Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying?
1: saying? Uh, One of my OGs told me back in the day, and, and I'll never forget it, you know, music is a transfer of energy. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, so that's what, and that's, I think that's the that's the reason why, as artists, when you play your music for people, you be trying to look for certain shit. You want to see if it's somebody in the room with the stank face on, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. You want to, you want to, you want to tr- translate that. And, and if the quality of the of the of the shit's poor, you know, you're not going to get the effects. You know what I mean? The, the, the responses that you're really looking for from people.
0: It's hard enough to get that response anyway.
1: Facts, you know what I mean. Facts. Like, there Facts. might be
0: people we've talked about it. There might be people that fuck with it, and they just don't want to tell you they fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, they just, just think like, it's weird, bro. House. It's yeah. weird, especially <laughs> if if everyone's not behind you. If everyone's behind you, it becomes easier to show it to people because now yeah. you already
2: got an audience, and that's, so yeah. they feel like they're just joining a community. And that's why you want to break down like kind of like the it. It sounds kind of pessimistic, like the whole. The, like the allure of what it is to be an artist and like mm-hmm. what is it be it, be in the industry or make it as an mm-hmm. independent artist because there's all this, there's definitely that painted picture like, oh, it's beautiful. You get all this money or everything, but nobody really talks about the work and all oh, this shit you have to put in. And then, you know, we grow up thinking because I grew, so I thought the same way for fucking, so I was 26. Yeah. Somebody's going to come over here and sign me to a deal. I'm going to get all this money. Then, you know, artists start bringing out like, yo, we're not really making that much money. The pandemic hit and then you start seeing like, yo, I'm not getting any money off my streams. Or you see artists selling their catalogs just to get to, like the, to the stream just to get money. And it's just like, oh shit, this shit ain't really what I really thought it was. Because and it's now also, I gotta go different. It's also bigger than that. It's
0: not their money. Mm. It's not their money. Unless you're 100% but advanced, independent, right? yeah. it's not your money. Yeah. Like, just the, difference, a the difference between uh, a business loan and uh, a deal, like a pub deal. Oh, Go, right? go ahead. Yeah. Is that. <laughs> A label could never repo your house. A label can't yeah. repo your car, so it is more beneficial. But you'll never see a dollar off your music. Your creativity ever stripped. Yeah. So all these people that want these two million dollar deals—that's a fucking steep hill to climb. Because a lot of
1: hands in that pot too. And,
0: and check this hmm. out. I'd rather take a hundred thousand dollar deal, knowing that it's way easier to make back a hundred and re up on the next one. See where um, I'm at.
1: Yeah, the recouping.
0: Right. Like yeah. if I could recoup a hundred thousand, I know I could probably recoup two hundred, and let's build from there. But like if you're taking that two million up front, you've never had to make two million. You so never, how you the don't fuck know what
1: it feels like? Right. And now, now check this out. It's a lot of. Problem. So
0: you're signed to a deal where they they have their hands in the pot with your show money, literally merge everything. Right. That makes it easier to recoup. But you'll know, say you're doing fifty thousand dollars shows. Right. You're so big that you got fifty thousand a show coming in, but you have to recoup two million. Yeah, you're out there for an hour performing, sweating your ass off, and you're not seeing a dime from that fucking performance. Looking for free, basically. Mm. Until you recoup that money. So yeah, it's okay um, to want that deal that's going to pay you two million dollars. Want that deal that's going to pay you a million. But like, how are you making that back? Music doesn't make money anymore. Word. Look at look at
2: what a stream costs. And they trying to lower that shit even more. They, they yeah, fight that, yeah. that shit even lower. And yeah, that's something that if you artists, yeah. if you are watching it, you ain't know that, you should know that. And that's how you're recouping now.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're recouping on shit that they stream it 10 times just to get you fucking a half a cent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you got to think about that when, you're, when your goal is to sign a record deal. When your goal is to sign a record deal, you got to think about, all right, they come at you with a million. Now what do you do to get that million back to them? Because it's just a loan. It's not, it's not a payment. Now, you mm-hmm. could go out and spend it on dumb shit. If you want.
2: How do you make it back, though? If you want. And that's you why know? we say the best course of action is if you're going to take out a loan, just take out a loan on yourself. The only think about having to have your, uh, right. your, your artistry held up by somebody else, take the loan on yourself. Why take it from somebody else?
0: But that's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying that loan that you could take out on yourself, they could repossess all your shit. That's why people are, are not eager to take out a business loan on themselves. Right, because it is safer uh, yeah, to, get it, guess, the, yeah. the safer to cat, get it from the label. It, it's way safer to get it from the
1: It's yeah. a double edged sword. You
0: know what I mean? It is safer, but it's yeah. not it's not any different. You know what I mean? When you break it down, they're the same thing. You're getting money from someone who it's not your money.
2: Yeah, don't go to the know? bank asking for fifty thousand dollars. And I'll that's go, exactly please. why when the <laughs> pan-
0: when the pandemic hit, you see all these people complaining about their funds. Scrambling. Because it wasn't their funds to begin with. Scrambling. Mm. It was never their funds. And now there's no shows to even recoup the shit. So now they owe They're money.
1: screwed. You feel what I'm saying? Screwed. Like, Trying all types of stuff. It's like
0: having to pay your rent without a job. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, no matter what, that invoice is coming. You owe the label Word. this X amount. Word. How are you getting that money to them? That shit never stops. Okay, cool. You don't have it, fine. We're just gonna take it out of your your uh, fucking merch. We're just gonna take it out of your show money. We're just gonna take it out of your music. We're gonna take it out. There's people that complain. Don't stream my album. I haven't seen a cent off that
2: album. That's because you didn't recoup. That shit even now. Yeah. See no, go, go, ahead, like, go ahead. I go see, ahead. like now the shit, like when uh, Ashanti and them, they like basically trying to re record their shit so they could actually get the money off of their streams and right. shit. Taylor like, Swift just did the shit. Yeah, like, just re recording their shit. So She's you know, smart. artists are getting a little bit smart as far as like trying to figure out ways to gather those bad deals. But at the same yeah. time, if you can avoid it, just it's avoid the, this shit completely.
1: It's the it's it's funny, but not funny at the same time to see an artist go through a fallout with their label and then try to talk shit about the label. When it's like when they signed it, the dotted yeah. line, exactly. Was it really the label though?
0: <laughs> Bales used to make all this music about hating labels, and I had to have a conversation with him one time. I literally, I, I messaged him and I was like, "Yo, like, what do you think a label is?" Because I want to, I want to understand where you're coming from. Because I feel like his yeah. was was naivete. It was like it was more like the the standard. Trying to stick fuck it to the, the, the label. Man. Artist, right? yeah. everyone's yeah. on the fuck the label shit until you run a label, until you're you're managing an artist, and you understand, like, bro, listen, that label provided X, Y, and Z to this artist, and they agreed to it. So now, when they're turning around saying fuck the label, you agreed to all the terms, and you were happy to take the money, right?
2: And I always you know say I mean? was sold, I'll probably sell myself some some fire ass music videos, bro. I still say <laughs> that shit to it's this like, day. It's like <laughs> I ain't the mob, bro. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. I, I saw myself with some music videos. But bro. it's like the mob, bro. It's like
0: it's like people used to take money from the mafia, like say a loan shark or some shit. Yeah. And then they want to complain when the loan shark is after them. But you agreed to take that money knowing the consequences.
1: Man, to make it even simpler, it when you sign up for an Instagram profile, you agree to their terms and conditions that says you will not put hate speech on their platform. So if you put hate speech on a platform and they clip your shit, you can't go on YouTube saying fuck Instagram because they clip. No, they clipped your shit because you read the fine where you should have read the fine print before creating an account. You know what I mean? You got to. He who was say? he who has the gold makes the rules.
0: Facts. It applies to everything, too. You might sign up for a job like all the people. I don't I don't want to get political. Right. But like there were uh, jobs firing people for not getting the vaccine. And I said to people that were arguing against that, I said, bro, there are jobs that fire people for not wearing their uniform. (laughs) The fuck is the difference? Yo, I set a rule in place, and you didn't follow the fucking rule. Every place is capable of doing that, right? Like, the music business is no different. I'm able to sign you to X, Y, and Z, and then take all the money from you until I get that shit back. And that's not a nasty thing for me to do. These are terms the that we agreed on,
1: and we, and we yo, the labels probably scratch. this, probably scratching their heads, like, God, man, and
2: that, like, and well. that shit, like, what did he think we real were doing, life, bro? <laughs> you that know that shit what I'm saying? in real life,
0: yo. I bet you, I bet you, the labels every time that, that an artist comes out on Twitter or whatever, fuck the label. I, I bet you they're sitting there like, what did he think we agreed on? What did she <laughs> think we were agreeing on? Like, Meg The Stallion had that situation. Yeah, she did, yeah. Right with Carl Crawford. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Like, he funded. A lot of her early career, she might not be who she is right now if it wasn't for him, right? But she wants to turn
2: around and say, "I didn't make a dollar." Maybe he didn't make a dollar. Yeah, I think he said he made no money. I think he was just shelling out a bunch of shit. But that's the part where it comes to, like managing artists and shit. But now, when does he get his money back? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The Rock Nation came. I know. I up. know. Yo,
0: <laughs> I know. Everyone wants to make the labels out to be the bad guy, and I'm cool. I'm on board because they do a lot of nasty shit, right? Yeah. But from a business standpoint. If I shell you money and me and you had a conversation prior, if I said, bro, I know you don't have it right now, I'm gonna give you the money to go and record these sessions and you say, All right, cool, but you gotta get it back to me. I need that money back.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? And you agree to it. And then you go, you record all the music, and you fucking now you're making money off your music. And I'm still sitting back, like, Where's my money? Yeah, you where's can't my ROI? how how could you mm-hmm. look at me and say, Fuck you. Bro, you're lit off my money. Right. You didn't have <laughs> it to begin with. Now you're making money and you want to yeah. keep all of it. And I think, yeah. I think and that, that that's, comes down. That's where the conversation gets kind of weird. And that's where artists don't really see it straight. You know what I mean? And that's why, like, yo, I think that the best approach to music business is understanding the. it's the same as politics, bro. If you could understand the Republicans and understand the Democrats and you could kind of have that balance, I think that you'll be able to skate by a little bit easier than if you're all one way or all the other.
2: You got you to gotta be able to go through the middle. And I think a lot of it comes down to artists and having accountability for mm-hmm. everything that's within their artistry right. or the business-wise. It's like, fuck the label, fuck the label, fuck the label this. And it's like, okay, but once again, what are you technically accountable for? And what are you being held to as a standard for yourself, whether you sign the line or you choose not to sign it? And it really comes down to your accountability. And I think that's like a, a human error. And it's just like even worse when it comes to being an artist, because once again, we're all in our heads and all this shit is imaginative and we make this shit come to life and we fruition it. So it's like it's ours. It belongs to us. But it's like if you signed a deal saying I'm going to give you half my intellectual property, then it's like well, Bill, if, if you if you handed me 50 grand
0: before I go and buy a chain off my music money, I know I have to pay you back. Yeah. So that's going to be my goal is, yo, how do I get him his money back so now I can make my money?
1: Mm-hmm. and that's because
0: you understand the business right that's because you have a, a decent understanding of the business now if i didn't understand the business i might just think yo fuck it i'm never gonna pay him back stupid but little do you know that there are things in place where you'll never see a dollar bro yeah word. That's, that's what it is man you don't want to go through them fucking those labels are paid and they have money for lawyer fees period you know what i'm saying they don't period. worry about that they might just milk you fucking dry they they literally might just keep prolonging the process until you're dead
2: broke and you need to pay them. You know what I mean? You need or, to to give them all your rights and everything. Yeah. And do you feel like that's something that you feel like that artists like kind of struggle with the ones that you reach out to? Because we, you know, budget is definitely a problem but mm-hmm. is it kind of like trying to home in the fact of how can we make y- you become profitable? Because I think that's a lot of things that artists, they have an idea of like I want to make money, I want to make money for my music but tend to not know how or how to go yeah. about it the right way. So what what you even make money for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, you feel like that's been like a, a hurdle that a lot of artists get through, and like you know,
1: it is. I mean, a lot of artists aren't born with the sales mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we're here talking about you know them being a full fledged business. You know, I think when a lot of people declare that they want to actually pursue music, they're not thinking I'm a business. They're just still, they're still they're recording music and releasing music. But like, I don't I don't know where they think that things are going to come from. So yeah, I'd say it's definitely a, a bit of a challenge to get them to shift gears from just being that creative to also having a business mindset as well. And us- usually what I see is they need to undergo, and this is a sociology term, mm-hmm. uh, paradigm shift. Oh, yeah. They need that. They need that paradigm shift to see that they are a business and that's how they need to then conduct themselves. And then things kind of start to, make sense to them you know and usually where i get them is you know you do your own marketing right yes you're your own manager right yes um you know you do your own recording sometimes right some of them yes all right well think about a real business most businesses usually have departments for some of the things that you as an artist have to do so and that's where they go like oh okay and then that's when they have that paradigm shift and Hopefully, you know, they're now um, an open vessel for me to be able to explain where now that they understand that they have all these de- various departments that make up XYZ brand, you know, now hopefully it makes sense when I say, all right, so do you have an email list? All right, you don't? All right, well, here's why. Do you understand now that I've made that connection for you? You know what I'm saying? So Just bridging those gaps. Yeah, just bridging it's those gaps. That's them. really it. That's really it.
0: A lot of it's just explanation. Yeah, it's that's just, it. It's just being the first person to actually explain it in terms that they understand. Yeah. A lot of artists I have conversations where they go, oh, shit, that's what that means? It's <laughs> like, yo, know, it's hard to know when you've never been told anything correct. You know, and everyone has the friend, oh, I know yeah. someone who's down with this DJ. I know, I know a person in the industry. Like, everyone talks that talk until you actually talk to people in the industry. Cause they, they don't, don't go around like that.
1: like that.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the same with with like when you Back, see though. when you see someone rocking like a, a Gucci shirt that has all the monogram shit, and you're like, rich people don't dress like that. Yeah, we're, They just don't. We're, you know what I'm saying? Yo, industry people don't have that conversation. Me and you might know people in the industry. We do not have that conversation. I don't go to a, a young artist and say, "Well, my boy is down with this person, and my boy is this when person." Once you start talking
1: like that, I'm kind of turned off. It's weird. Like, yeah, Very weird I'm It's tacky it It's like oh, alright whatever yeah. I even
0: need you to say that Just tell me what you do, And we can go from there But it's or... also it's If you know what If if you know you know If you exactly. have that conversation With someone They start name dropping You just know it. He doesn't know anybody Yeah, Plain and simple I don't even need to keep going I don't have to keep This conversation going I just know <laughs> what it is already
2: And I think that's like One of the biggest scams Is that people will literally Just start name dropping people Like or famous people Or try to let him say Like oh I've been near this person I've been, I've been around that person Cause a lot of times With the You know, I would say, like, the younger mindset is like, all right, he knows somebody's famous. That must mean you have the connection. He's like, yeah, you probably probably just walked past this guy, probably took a picture, and now all of a sudden, you know him, and it's your man. Now you're trying to get me for, like, $100 to get on your mixtape or Apple Airplay. What the fuck they be trying to advertise for? It'd be a lot of bullshit. Bro, I used to be
0: around the drug dealers, and when I rapped, I was rapping about all the stuff the drug dealers did, right? I never said it was me doing it. I always said it was my boys. I always said it. i would be with this person and that person, right? And then you have to come to a point where you realize No one respects the person that's just telling someone else's story, right? your story. Exactly. What's your story? What are you about? You know what I mean? And that's where it ties in. It's like, it needs to be something that you're about personally. Like the business shit, like you have to figure out how to make it you and how to fucking embody it. There's a lot of people that don't know how to embody it. You see all these young kids trying to get a manager because they want someone else to do the fucking Mm, work. And it's like, bro, that's not how shit works. Like what makes you valuable? Right? What makes you valuable? Why would I manage you? I've had people ask me to manage them. Why? Same.
1: What, bro? What do you have to manage? Exactly. How are you <laughs> gonna pay me?
0: Right, <laughs> bro. I've I've mixed your records, and you were nickeling and diming on records that I'm mixing. I'm doing a service for you, and now you're asking me to manage you. How yeah. do you figure I'm gonna look at that? I'll never in my
2: life, bro. And it comes to that, You know what I'm saying? Like I know
0: what you're about business wise. You haven't proven to be a good businessman. Yeah, where So you think I'm going to take you on and and be the the financial fucking support? What do you think I'm going to do? Or do you just think I'm going to do your job
2: for
1: you and you reap the benefits? I say if that's how you feel, then you just need an assistant, and there's plenty of them out there.
2: Yeah, you definitely that, find yeah, what you what definitely we... find so, like a friend or something that could be that assistant. have to technically be a manager, they I, can still help you out along the way. We had a yeah. we had a
0: whole episode on managers, and that's what what I. Came to the conclusion of I said, a lot of you don't want a manager, you want an assistant. Facts. And there's nothing, and we even made it clear there's nothing wrong with being an assistant.
1: No, you know what I'm saying. Not Assistants not are
0: some of the most important people in the world because a lot of the time the big boss doesn't have time to do this and that. The assistant the is the one that's doing all of it. Shit, even
2: yeah. in the uh, drinks champ uh, with uh, Big Sean, he said that he had his friend that got fired because he took the picture. But he said he brought his friend over. They're like, yo, if you need anything, I'll get you y'all drinks and food because like I understand what you're doing. It's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So. It wasn't like he was trying to be his manager; he was just trying to help his man. He got fired yeah, for see, it, but
0: that's that's the problem with trying to put your friends in positions. That's, yeah, that they're that, maybe that, that, not that capable issue, yeah. of. Mm. You know, every artist that makes their friend their manager doesn't realize your friend manager, right? And your friend doesn't yeah. have any business experience. Your friend doesn't man. have any management experience, bro. If you even if you manage like a retail store, you have managerial experience. You know how to talk to people. You know how to act around people. You know how to give people tasks. You know leadership qualities. There's a lot of shit that you can learn in real life that you can apply to a management role. But if you've never done any of that and all the merit you have is, well, that's my boy. Why would I think that you're going to be a good manager? What, because you're supportive? That's why it is for a lot of people. You know what I mean? It's like my boy comes with me to the studio all the time. He fucking is there for every single song. I'm making him my manager because he's been supportive. Need more than that
1: he's, yeah. He, he might be
0: your supporter He's not a He's not a manager
1: Yeah no nah, The role of the manager is I mean like, You know The role that the manager plays Very very Several Different I mean They play their role But they do several things Inside of that role You know what I'm saying And they have to be able To do those things well You know what I mean That's like one of the prerequisites If someone's gonna be your manager And if you just have someone That's your manager Just because they Are su- a supporter Like you know, You're giving them the wrong title
0: Well why don't you check this out Right if you had a business, say you're the CEO of a business, right? And you had a management role open up and you had to hire someone for a managerial role, who would you hire? Would you read their resume first? Mm. Would you look at what their past experience is? Mm. Mm. How would you go about hiring a manager? Mm. And now let's tie that into music. It's the same fucking shit. You word. Right? Like we pretend like it's not the same because it's fun, but it's the same thing. How are you going about hiring a manager if you're the, the owner of a fucking retail store. You're gonna look at someone who managed other retail stores, right? Did they do a good job at those places? It's right. like, bro, if you look at sports, they'll bring one GM over from another fucking uh team just because they did a good job with that team. And then yeah. they'll they'll it's take them a out from under. Power, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But like they don't just go out on a limb and hire any like it would be similar to you saying, all right, I, I run this retail store. This one shopper is here every single day. They love this place. I'm going to hire them as the manager. They don't know shit about the business That's what side. you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's you what you're nothing. doing. You're, your you're finding the brow. shopper. You're finding the shopper and you're yeah. making him the manager or her the manager.
2: The shopper is not the manager. They've Word. never run
0: the store. Word. They just like the they product. They're the
2: consumer. Right. The, 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 the model that's built around it. And that's why they continue to come to the store. They can't technically run it. So, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a weird thing. But once again, that always just comes within artists just understanding like, Yeah you always can't bring your friend along or try to help you along certain things because they just probably just not built for that specific time. And then they don't know how the industry works. If you as an artist mm-hmm. sometimes don't know how the industry works, how the fuck you think a random person who's outside of the industry mm-hmm. thinks it works? It's whatever's glamorized on TV or what's seen through YouTube. But then, once again, you get people like us that's in this space that's trying to give the real information out. There. It's like, listen, we got to just cut the, the bullshit out and see what this industry is for what it is and how can you really maneuver through it and really make something of yourself. It's the same like-
0: reason why I like... Um, if I'm asking someone about a song that I made, right, and I want some opinions, I'd rather ask artists for those opinions because they understand the craft, right? And they might be able to give me actual legitimate responses as to what can be fixed. Now, if you ask your friend, the only answers that are good from a friend should be good or bad mm. because they can't tell Ooh. you technical advice on what you're doing.
1: Word. They, they can don't tell you if they like it. Do I like it? Does it please me when I listen to it right. or not?
0: I'm asking you for consumer advice. Yeah. Do you think this sounds good or do you think this sounds bad? And those are the only answers I want. Now, when you start asking your friends and they start telling you about, oh, you, I think you should rap this fast. And it, that's the shit that's like, okay, show me how to do it. Right? <laughs> do that fast. Right. Do show it. me how to do it. And yeah. if you can't show me how to do it, let's just not have that conversation, right? Yeah. Like, bro, in in everything, you just have to know who you're asking about everything. You just have to know who you're putting in place and they have to be capable. You know, we and that applies to a music strategist, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm putting a business strategist, I that's why before when you said they asked for references of who you've worked with. Yeah. That's a good
1: question. Great question. It's a resume. I love it. Right? I'm hiring you. When I when I get those questions. I'm like, whoa. Oh, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah it's different. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to work with people like right, that. Right. That
0: person knows business. They're yeah. they're hiring you and they want to see your resume.
1: Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong I'm with, fine that. with that.
0: That's literally and that's and, how this works. Right. And that's yeah. that's a prove me deal. You know what I mean? Fair that's up. that's how that's how everything works. It's Fair like it up. Yeah, you have to prove yourself if you're working. If I'm paying you money, I want you to prove yourself. Right? Fair so up. you can't be offended by it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like for you, yeah. it's like that's that should be a regularity when it comes to your should line be. of work. Should should be. You know, should be. But also, I feel like people are running to you, yeah. not thinking that you're supposed to be working for them. They think that they work for you at that
2: point. You know, yeah. when you're a young yeah. artist. Yeah. And um, like, do you feel like like you mostly just see like rap artists, or is it like more through like different genres? Or do you feel no, like
1: different all different types of
2: genres? Do you feel like rap is the one where it just kind of get like, the yeah. lines get yeah. a little bit blurred? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mixed one pop song. I mixed yeah.
0: one pop song, and that shit paid me five times
2: what one hip-hop song pays me. And it's, it's wild. Yeah. This is how the, that's how the music landscape is, which you'll see now. A lot of artists go from the rap, and then some of them just kind of just transition to pop, and then people get mad at them. But it's like, they're chasing a the bag, and they, they understand what's going on, and they're also making music yeah. that's still comfortable to them. But if it fits within a pop element, then guess what? They can make more money than rap. Because once again, the whole music landscape has those shady parts and those dark parts were. But in hip-hop, it's just like a whole different world where, like, the country star's not dealing with, the pop stars aren't dealing with, the techno house. They're not dealing with that. It's mostly everything within the R&B hip-hop world where we well, see because, the most issues happen. Because up. for the most part, hip-hop comes from struggle.
1: I was about to say that. And yeah. that's
2: why you
0: can't really compare the two. The, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. The pop artist that I worked with was not from Newark. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and, yeah, and that's yeah. why, yeah. like, bro, it's all about... uh how you were raised. It's all about the environment. And that's and that's the same reason why I got paid five times more for that one, but I do way more hip-hop regularly. Because I'm willing to to take a hit for what I enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm willing to cope with the fact that I know I could go and mix only pop and make way make more, more money. money. But yeah. I also want a level of comfortability with myself. I want to be able to sit yeah. and be like, I enjoy what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, nothing against all the other genres and stuff like that. You know, like I help whoever, you know what I mean, meets the qualifications. The music
0: business is one business. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's important. We we have people hit us up and say, Yo, it shouldn't be Rapper's Guide. It should be uh you should do some episodes about pop. And it's like, hey buddy. This shit applies to everything. Yeah, we're just rappers. Like, that's yeah. why it's the rappers guy. We're We're only talking... That's <laughs> just, just the name. Just listen. <laughs> that's just, just the listen. label. Just
1: put it on and listen.
0: Right. You take this information, you apply it to pop, country, whatever the fuck you want, yeah. and it's going to apply. Every single music business is going to apply, or every single music genre applies to the music business. The music business is one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not interchangeable amongst genres. It's it's one thing. This it is just happens it that is. our niche is just more in hip hop and, and rap, and that's kind of what but we are. Beyond at. that, that's just a label that we slapped on the shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Every company has a fucking uh brand name. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. The, I don't know what the fuck like uh like like Pacific somewhere. That'd be like me being like, You should make Atlantic somewhere because it's you the Atlantic Pacific, Oceans yeah. on this side. It's like, yeah, it's just the fucking name of the brand. You don't walk in there though and not see shit that you could
2: wear. And brand, you know what yeah, I mean. Brand is the most important thing, and that's what kind of just once again it makes people go towards you, and that's why everybody spends so much money on marketing and branding and just bringing awareness to yourself as an artist. You have to be able to find that awareness, and I'm I'm glad you did mention like a lot of times like within the social media because it's like yeah, as much as we hate doing this shit, it's My like if you if, if 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 you really want to make it, well, I don't want to say if you really want to make it. Let me rephrase that statement. If you want to give yourself a fighter's chance and you don't want to put the budget behind it or the money behind it, then the best way you can possibly do that is through the social media because it's technically free. But besides that, you got to pay for it. And if you don't want to do that, then you got to make a way around it. We talked about glass ceilings with Z. Yeah.
0: And social media is free to a certain point. Just like everything else. You can get... It's the same as music. Yo, the world is... Very, very much like like every situation kind of falls into the same shit. There are certain values that just apply universally. Yeah. And you, know, you can get so far by hashtagging shit. And you know what I mean? You can you can get a couple hundred followers. At some point, you are going to have to put money into marketing. You're going to have Yo, to do this No, you can't run things. from that. You know what I mean? You might make a reel that blows up and say you get a decent following. That following is going to go away when yep. you don't make another reel that pops. Right? And you're going to have to start from ground zero. It just is what it is. That work like, continues. At, at any point, you're going to have to spend money at some point. And I think that that's the message that everyone needs to know. And I think that that's the message that that's the real answer. Kid asked me for a, a real answer the other day as to how you blow up in this game. And I said, money. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh my
1: God. That question. How do you
0: blow up? I said, money. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, <laughs> Russ said thirty to 50000 to gain an actual following. Right?
2: Russ said that. Ooh.
0: Not me. So it was it's a, a famous salary. person who said it. Believe yeah, him, right? It's
2: a yearly salary right there. But yeah,
0: thirty to fifty grand, and and he didn't say at one point. Yeah, sometimes it takes people ten years to pay exactly. that. Maybe they paid five a year, right? And maybe they blew up after ten years because they built the following. But he said thirty 000 to fifty thousand will get you a solid core audience, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the
2: answer. If you're looking for the answer, that is the answer. And then once again, you have the the ability at that point to make three times that what you have spent. Cause that's the angle. Everybody looks at it. Once again, when you guys mentioned three to five years in business, it's going to be rough in the first three to five. But after that five, if you know what you're doing and you put everything in place and you're still working on it, guess what? All them losses you took in your first three to five years, I'm just kind of get erased within the next two. Yeah. That's just how, you're how the gonna take Losses. Exactly. You're going to
1: take losses. There's times where I've invested money into things that I thought would be good at the time. And it turns out that it wasn't, but you know that's usually like one of those defining moments for you in your career, and it's just as a person, you know, like things didn't work out the way that, that I thought that they would. I invested my money into it; it was supposed to go a certain way, and it didn't. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is, is it it didn't. But now, but what are you gonna do? Right. You know what I mean, are you gonna keep going, or are you gonna keep crying about that thing that didn't work out? Right.
0: A lot of people are
1: criers. Oh man.
0: A lot of people. A lot of people. It takes them losing some money, or it takes them losing some time, to recognize that they didn't like it from the beginning. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. It takes yeah. people actually going through the the process to recognize. I don't even fuck with this. Yeah. You know, and it's unfortunate.
1: I've seen it a couple times. Oh, we've seen it a oh, bunch. Seen bro. It a couple a of times. Everyone has. Artists, I literally have to check up on them. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, like, what happened? Like, everything. I thought everything was going. You know what I mean? Like when the last time I spoke to you, you were mad, energetic. You know, you 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 seemed hopeful. You know what I mean? Like I thought you were gonna put all these things in a play, and then it's like. Nah, I'm. I'm all this music stuff. I'm taking it off my account. Like I'm done. Like, oh, and as I as respect as them. As though, sad, but yeah. Want to know
0: why? Because I think that that's way easier to to if you could be real with yourself and you could tell yourself, Yo, this is not for me. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, bro. Like we we push forward this message of you have to bust your ass to get in this industry, but that doesn't mean every single person has to religiously do this industry. Some people do not like it once they find out the real. Got a Eurostep. And there's other nothing shift. wrong with that. You might yeah. think that a job is cool and then you apply for that job, you get accepted and then you see the actual workplace and you're like, this sucks.
2: <laughs> and
0: then you go and get a different job. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you tried it, you didn't you like sit it. there and
2: force yourself and you're going to be even more and more miserable as the more time goes on. I would on. preach trying. Yeah, I would preach at least going for it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. If this is something that you dream about or you have passion behind, you should go for it. If you realize you don't like it after going for it, that's fine. You know what I mean? But at sure. least you went for it. Yeah, I feel like everything that I've wanted to do in my life, I've gone for and I've experienced. And that's why there's no... I'm, I hate being like morbid or one of those people that's like, you know, uh, if I died, I, I had unfinished... If I died, I feel like... It, scratch that. If you go back to my 12-year-old self, right? And you told mm-hmm. him, one day you're going to own... Uh, you're you're going to have your own record label. You're going to have your own studio. You're going to have a successful radio show, podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to have albums on all streaming platforms. I think my 12-year-old self would be ecstatic. And that's why
2: I don't stress shit now. He also would have said, what's streaming? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, but hey, bro, I think, I think
0: my 12-year-old <laughs> self would be very happy with, with all the shit that I've done. I know I think my that, fucking 12-year-old self would be fucking
2: slapping myself yeah. up in the air. Like, bro, this shit's about to get crazy. I don't fucking know. If you told bro. your
0: 12-year-old self that you have a track out that has
2: 250,000 streams, all organic,
0: it. like, just straight marketing. Yeah. Dude, I don't think that your 12-year-old self would be upset. And that's why a lot of people need to take small wins and actually recognize them. That's very you know, important. You we all, we all have that's them.
1: That's very important.
0: We all have them. Like, the, the shit that we wanted to prove to ourselves, I think each one of us in this room has proven that shit tenfold.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I've dealt with imposter syndrome. I mean, I literally had to like you read books both. on it. You, you know what I mean? Because sometimes shit be so real, you just be like, "Wait, this for real?" Like, mm-hmm. You know? And then, and then when you start to become numb to your successes because your mindset is always "What's next? What's next? What's next?" What's next? You don't really take the time to smell. You know, give yourself your your roses. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't you don't give yourself time. Enjoy so, that grind. Yeah, yeah. You it get, sucks, you but get, it's worth. You get it. locked in. You get so sucked in and focused uh but it is important to take a step back and really just look at all the progress that you've made and just and just take all take all that in and give yourself the credit for I know for 2021 I had to put a a a note in my phone where I put all the things that I accomplished you know what I'm saying like that pro uh, a coaching program that I was telling you guys about earlier you know that was a, one of my biggest successes of the year last year um and I had to write the, I wrote that down because six months from now, what I'm tripping, because I'm upset about some, some other shit that didn't work out. You know what I mean? I got to remind myself of who Dang. I am and what I'm capable of. And that's why that list is just like super gold for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. definitely powerful. There's a, there's a book that, uh, and we're going to close out soon, but there's a book that I read called Make Your Bed. And mm-hmm. the whole uh, point is, if you make your bed first thing in the morning after you wake up, you've accomplished something throughout the day your whole rest of the day might be shitty but when you come home you know that you made your bed at least I right? made a bed this morning you started <laughs> I don't even have a bed I sleep on the floor <laughs> but uh, not
1: y'all are shot out <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's all about it's all about just those small wins those small accomplishments that you can have control over setting realistic goals and expectations for yourself yeah. and accomplishing them uh, and we've told people like yo if you're getting 50 uh, plays on your tracks how do you get it to 100 this year yeah how do you get it to a thousand next year like how how do you make these small things happen that in other people's eyes are small, but for you, if you set that goal and you accomplish it, you should be proud you know what I mean, just because right. you didn't make that million dollar number doesn't mean that you shouldn't be proud of yourself for where you've gotten to
2: yeah. you know what I
0: mean, I would never have imagined back in the day that I'd have any monthly listeners
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying like I wouldn't imagine that there'd be people that religiously come back to my page and listen to my music, yeah, and that's something that. You should be proud of.
1: Yeah. You know? Success is a mindset. You know what I'm saying? You really got to... You got to remind yourself that you're really that dude or you're really that... You know what I mean? That female or whatever the case may be. Like, you got to remind yourself that you're really... Like, I can do capable. these things. I'm capable. capable. I'm right. more than capable. I'm qualified for the job. You know, that's why, I, like, lately, as of 2021, I've been big on affirmations. Like, you know, just like when I wake up in the morning, like, I, I talk to myself. Like, I look at myself in the mirror and I, and I tell myself, actually... Actually, can I? Can you pass me that phone, there, bro? Be careful about the camera, though. I got one of my affirmations right here. I'm gonna just read this for everybody. But it says, "I will remain focused on my goals. Even if I have a moment of difficulty, I will not give up. I know success comes with consistency. I know that I will make it. Things will get better. No problem or challenge will stop me. Everything I deserve is coming my way." I remind myself of these things all the time. And 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 before the world gets to me, before I step out, get in my car, listen to the radio, listen to all these other different mes- messages, these different marketing messages that are coming and hitting my subconscious, I make sure I talk to myself first and let myself know that I'm one of the realest to ever do it.
2: Mm, talk that shit. You feel me? Amen. Preach. Yeah.
1: Tell hey, hey, t- 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 everyone where to find you. Hey, follow me on Instagram at keys to the game. It's keys with a Z because the S was taken, unfortunately, but I'm grateful <laughs> for it.
0: Hey, man, that shit is so hard. Ah, cool. Instagram's to... the only place?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter, too. LinkedIn, you got to look me up. My real name, Kareem Guy. Um, Facebook page, Keys to the Game. For the most part, synonymous across all streaming, pl- I mean, streaming platforms. Here I go.
2: That's that rapper shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all platforms, Keys to the Game. Again, that's Keys with a Z. Uh,
0: thank you so much for coming on, no brother. Doubt. We really appreciate it. No uh, finding out you were from Jersey. It just yeah, seemed inevitable. Wild shit. You know yeah, what I mean? But, but we're really appreciative that you came on the platform and shared. Thank
1: you, brother. For sure. And anyone listening, go check out my Instagram. Click the link in my bio. Let's get on a call. Make sure you fill out all the forms.
0: All right, guys. This is uh, another episode <laughs> of Rapper's Guide Podcast. Episode 41. We're out. This is Diggy Metro. Bale's Pagliacci. Yes, sir. It's Keys. Peace out, guys.